It's Lisa of Two Sober Chicks, and this is a shot glass of recovery. Just a mini snippet, a tiny pocket podcast that you can take with you to start your day or end your day or listen on your lunch break or listen on your 15-minute break at work, someplace where you can get away, and it's just a, a couple quick thoughts uh, as opposed to the longer podcast that Julie and I do together on Two Sober Chicks. So here's my thoughts today. It's about sponsorship, and it is about one of those things we like to call an evil and corroding thread. Uh, And this was definitely in me as a newcomer, Um, and at times it can still be in me today, but it's one of those character defects that I have to constantly work on step seven, ask for its removal, and then do the work that goes along with that. Um, you heard me talk before about you can't just, uh, you know, ask the character defect fairy to take away your defects and then sit back and do nothing. There's actually work that has to follow that. Um, the reason I'm thinking about this topic today is because, I, of course, I'm working with a sponsee and I asked the sponsee to do something and the response back was, you need to trust my judgment sometimes. Um, if I didn't have any judgment, there'd be a, uh, a strew of dead patients behind me or something like that. And I just laughed because I recognized immediately um, this was somebody who was feeling defensive. This was somebody who was being uh, uh, told, hey, your old ideas aren't working for you. You've come to me for some suggestions. Here's what I have to offer. And they didn't like it because it was foreign to them. It was different. It was opposite of the way they wanted to do things. And so their reaction was to lash out and uh, be defiant. You know, and today, thankfully, because of this program, it doesn't hurt my feelings. When I was new in sponsorship, it would hurt my feelings. But then I have a wonderful sponsor who taught me it's not about me. It's not my program. It's the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. And it's not my will. It's God's will. So, you know, they are called suggestions because people can take them or leave them. But here's the thing. Um, I had to take the suggestions that were offered. I had to, in other words, quote, do what I was told in order to get better because I was so used to not doing what I was told. I was so used to doing things the way I wanted. I was used to following my own feelings. Um, I was used to telling everyone else to go fuck themselves uh, because I felt that I knew what was best. But here's the thing. Didn't my behaviors, my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions lead me to becoming an addict and an alcoholic? Yes, they did. No one made me do those things. Those were my logical choices. That's why I came to the conclusion that, you know, that type of behavior is not logical. It's not sane. It's not sound. Maybe I need help. Maybe I need to reach out and ask someone else for help. And here's the thing about that defiance. Um, They talk a lot about this in a book called Drop the Rock, which I absolutely love. And then there's the follow-up to that, which is called The Ripple Effect, which is all about step 10. But I digress. Um, I am that defiant person who comes to you for help. I am drowning. I am in the ocean. I am overboard. You are dry. You are on a boat. Uh, You have your life preserver on. I say, hey, help me. Help me. I'm drowning. You throw me a rope. And I look at the rope with disgust and I look at you and I say what the fuck is this what kind of rope is this what grade thread is in this am I gonna have an allergic reaction if I touch this rope as I'm 
gulping down gallons of seawater. Uh, my arms, my legs are getting tired from treading. Uh, waves are crashing over my head and pushing me deeper and deeper under. I'm analyzing the rope. I'm trying to make my own decisions on whether or not that rope is going to be sufficient to hold my weight, to carry me. I don't know you. I don't know if you're actually holding on to the other end of that rope. I don't know if I trust you. All these things are going through my mind. To me, this is the perfect analogy of a newcomer in the program who asks someone for help and then turns around and says, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I want to do that help. Stop drowning. Um, stop asking for a solution and then uh, laughing at it, mocking it, pissing all over it. Why don't you just do it? You know, when the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous was originally written, um, it said, you know, these are some instructions that you should follow. <laughs> uh, and then they changed it because they know alcoholics are a defiant lot and we wouldn't like to be told. But here's the thing. We need help. So don't laugh at the help. Don't mock the help. Don't judge the help. Don't think that you know better. If you really and truly are broken and ready, then grab onto that rope that's offered. Stop analyzing it and do what you're fucking told. <laughs> Those are my thoughts and feelings and opinions today. I'm Lisa, part of Two Sober Chicks. Thanks a lot for listening to my little shot glass of recovery.